It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for... Here we go, here we go, here we go. Kickoff. With Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. Presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it. And Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. Grand opening, grand closing. Ah, what have we been in, a time warp? How is it week 18? <laughs> it's unbelievable, Mike. We are here at week 18. It's been quite the ride, hasn't it? I, but how? It was know. yesterday. It was like 75 and sunny. It's <laughs> it's 25 degrees. I just, it's unbelievable. We are at the finale of the regular season. But on a positive, we do get the greatest postseason in all the sports. I don't want to hear this nonsense about the Stanley Cup from you. Oh, let it's me tell NFL you something, playoffs. man. You know, NHL playoffs, are that's the place to be. Okay. But for us, we get paid to talk about the NFL playoffs, so I'm very happy to do that. Next segment, we talk puck luck. It's going to be a thrill. <laughs> Um, let's get to the rundown, shall we? The NFL Rundown. Well, hope everybody enjoyed it. You know what I'm referring to? The biggest screw job in NFL history. Let's talk about it. Cowboys, Lions. Now, unless you live in a cave, you know what went down. So give me your perspective because it's clear what mine is. All right, so I played for the great Sam Weish, who unfortunately is no longer with us, and we would always do this on offense. We would do different things, and we would try to confuse the defense, and we would be skirting some of the rules. And, you know, it got to a point where Marv Levy complained to Commissioner Tagliabue about our way we were running our offense before our AFC championship game in 1989. And Paul Tagliabue basically told Sam Weiss said we couldn't do some of this stuff. This was the week of the AFC Championship game. Think about that for a second. And then finally, the commissioner relented and said you could do what you've been doing all season long. So I kind of understand what the Lions were doing. They're playing games. you know, And it reminded me of the 2014 divisional game between the Ravens and the Patriots when John Harbaugh was going crazy in the second half because the Patriots were breaking the huddle quickly. They had all these ineligible and ineligible receivers all over the place. They had the tackles they playing it. slot receivers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, and, and basically what John Harbaugh said then and what I think is happening here is that the Patriots were being deceptive in their – uh, substitution packages, kind of like what Dan Campbell was doing. But that's here. foot. See, this is my beef. That's football. That's what are we going to do? Get rid of play action passes because it's deceptive no. to the defense. I, look, I, I love what Dan Campbell tried to pull off here, but, but they he, did he, pull it off. The officiating in this league is a disgrace. Well, he not only screwed up the officiating, he, like he screwed up the whole end of the game because they were just they went about it. They were too cute about it. 
That's the way I look we at it. We didn't need three offensive linemen going over, perhaps two. Right. So from an offensive player's perspective, I loved it. Listening to defensive players throughout the week talking about this, like once they're told either 70 or 68 is eligible, then then, then they will set their defense. They were told that 70 was eligible. Right, because Brad Allen, this official, screwed up. Exactly. So, by the way, there were two penalties on the play then. One is an ineligible receiver or illegal touching, essentially, right. uh, and also uh, a formation problem. There, there's two penalties on that play, and only one penalty got announced. I just, I know. <laughs> now, let, all right, so let me ask you. I mean, look, yeah. the officiating, we've covered it. We've talked about it. The NFL has a problem. It's up to them if they're ever going to address it. But Dan Campbell, how aggressive is too aggressive? Because remember, after that play, you could have just kicked from the seven, which, by the way, if you care about analytics, going forward from there was about a 14% negative win differential decision, and going forward from a three and a half slash four was about a negative 5%. All I wanted Campbell to do, kick the ball. Instead, he went Dalton from Roadhouse, <laughs> right boot, and just decided, F it, I'm doing whatever I want. I mean, I kind of like it. Uh, okay, so you I'm do. I'm not saying it's the smartest thing in the world to do, but I'm just, you know, there's something about Dan Gamble that I really do appreciate, both as a player and as a coach. And, you know, he grew up under Sean Payton, which is the Bill Parcells way of doing things. And I kind of like that. It's kind of an old school throwback type of guy. And I, and I think back to his opening press conference talking about biting kneecaps off oh, and all that who stuff could and, forget right I love it I love it I love who he is I'm actually rooting for him I want him to do well because I do really like him and I know he puts everything into the job and he's got a really good team by the they, way they I are. thought that they they showed something down there in Dallas big time and yeah. defensively remember and then we'll move on but yes the Cowboys with the 92 yard play by CD Lamb it was a broken play outside of that the Lions' defense played as well against the Cowboys at home, better than anyone has all year. And you don't want to see the Lions because fake punts, fake field goals, the annexation of Puerto Rico, double reverse. <laughs> They're going to do whatever they want, whenever they want, and it's hard to prep for. Yeah, you're right, man. And they have one of the best offensive lines in football, which is scary, which means you can run the ball, which means you can control the ball. And the other thing I will say, we've been on him a little bit, but he's really turned it on here toward the end of the year. Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, big time. Is showing up uh, big for them. So they, I wish they would have another. Maybe they'll get, is it Justin Houston coming back soon? Or? James Houston I mean, is James supposed Houston. to be back for the wild card oh, round. Houston, okay. For the, for, the, for, for the wild card round. Okay. So Fingers crossed. That, that would, Ali McNeil returns this weekend. C.J. Gardner-Johnson will return this weekend. So they're getting some reinforcements. All right, Ravens. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother of God. I mean, call the cops. What? They they killed a dolphin. What What was that? They steamrolled the dolphins. That was unbelievable. You know, um, it was interesting. When you and I were talking about this particular game last week, we were talking about which one of these teams is going to have a letdown because of what happened the week before. 
The Ravens were out in San Francisco and they blasted the 49ers and the Dolphins blasted the Dol- uh, well, didn't blast them, but beat the Dallas Cowboys down in Miami. Turns out Miami was the one that was flat in this game. Well, they're and in the free Ravens. fall now. Now you can officially yeah. say they're in free fall. And I know we'll talk Bills, Dolphins, and a lot of the games are not going to get the same shine. But let me ask you this. You've been a San Francisco guy since the beginning of the year. Yeah. You've been right. Are you willing to put the Ravens ahead of San Francisco to win it all? You have to say right now they are the best team because they beat them straight up and they made Brock Purdy look confused on defense. I don't think that will be the case if they meet again in Super Bowl 58. I think Brock Purdy will have a much better game. And I, and I told you that Brock Purdy was going to have a bounce-back game against Washington because that's the way that Kyle Shanahan was going to set it up. playing a collection of school children. Yeah, that's I know that, exactly but, I, but, I told you he, but I told you he was going to have to rebuild his confidence a little bit after having that his worst game as a pro. So, yeah, I, I do think that right now sitting here, Baltimore is the best team in the league. But they may have the toughest go to get to the Super Bowl because of some of these quarterbacks they may end yeah. up having to face. Well, that's different. AFC, the quarterback play has been as that's as high level in the history of football as we've seen. The NFC, it's what, what? Well, you know, I would say Dak Prescott had a great year, and and going into the playoffs, I also think that Dak Prescott will have the most pressure on him, and then Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, you play for the Cowboys, and you're yet to go to a Super Bowl. Yeah, 100%. and then of course Lamar won the MVP in his pr- few previous seasons ago, and lost their first round game against Tennessee. And to all the Lamar people, this is real simple. You can win two MVPs. You win four. I don't care. If you don't do it in the playoffs, I'm not listening. So go do it. I And I and I have a stinking suspicion he's going to win the the, uh, the MVP. Of course. And that's fine. And he deserves it. Because unlike Brock Purdy, he's not the fifth best guy in his offense. We'll save that for later. Right. Okay. I, I know you love Brock. I, and you Brock. got your little Purdy t-shirt on. Yes, I do. Yes, thank you. Um, let's, so let's talk <laughs> Miami for a minute. Clearly, there's no team under more pressure week 18, right? Right, and they have problems on defense. they got a lot of guys hurt. Jalen Waddle may not play in this game against the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are favored right now. So so talk to me for a second All right. with your with your gambling head on and explain to me why it's, the Bills are favored. That's – I just choose – I you know, I talked to Scones about it before the show, and, yes. and he was like, oh, oh, Dolphins. And I'm like, Brian, the Buffalo Bills, not by one and a half, not by two and a – they just – I got you a dollar. Just laid the field goal out there. Take the Dolphins at home with the three. Laces out, Dan. I, To me, it's all Bills. I think Bills are going to go down there and beat them. I think I, Miami's done. I, I Bradley now, Chubb blew his knee out. You, you, took, you take a look at it from the gambling standpoint. I take a look at it as the football player standpoint. And the way I'm looking at this is that the Bills are surging mm-hmm. and the Dolphins are falling apart due to injury, not because of lack of coaching or any of that other stuff. I mean, they lost their two best pass rushers. They lost one of their most important linebackers. They're missing a corner, Xavier Howard. Oh, look at the offensive line is in tatters. And, and they're in tatters now, too. So, and Buffalo seems to be surging. They seem to have gotten their defense straightened out, finally, figuring out how they were going to do that without Matt Milano. Yeah, I, I, I lean bills. I really do. I'm well, like, we'll get to that. But I, I, just, I, I, I just think that the Dolphins, yeah, it feels like they're in a free fall, just like it felt like Jacksonville has been in a free fall. Well, okay, okay, put Jacksonville in Philadelphia. It's the Spider-Man meme. I mean, they're both looking at each other. I mean, look, the, the Eagles, that was that was stunning. Not only that they lost to the Cardinals, but how? 40 minutes of T.O.P., and you and I have sat here for six weeks going, Boomer, guys, 82 snaps, 93 snaps, 78 snaps. This defense cannot get off the field. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals 
40 minutes of time of possession. Yeah, you know, it's always easy to look at the quarterback and say he's struggling. And sure, you know, maybe uh, Jalen Hurts is not having the year that he had last year. But when you think about this team, the Eagles, and their defense, their statistics are half of what they were last year. It's unreal. In terms of sacks and turnovers and three and outs, all of those uh, metrics that we look at, the defense has been failing. That's why... You know, losing coordinators at the beginning of the year, like Shane Steichen and Gannon, who's now the head coach at Arizona, you lose those two guys. Look what this team looks like. They're still a good team. Right. But I think they do lack direction. Now, I believe that they will be the fifth seed, and they're going to play Tampa. That's a free square. They and got I, very lucky there. I. But that's what, that's what I think is going to happen. and would be interesting to see how Nick Sirianni plays his team this week against the Giants. I can't imagine him. Maybe Jalen Hurts goes out there for – a series maybe just to kind of get them into the game or whatever. But I, I can't imagine that they're going to play any important players that have any sort of injury going into this. Game. So then why would the giants more on that later? Um, NFC South, you figure it out. I'm done. Here's Boomer on the NFC South. It's going to be Tampa Bay. I mean, how can it not be? I mean, you talk about they sweet could lose revenge. to Carolina. Yeah, but sweet revenge. Think about this for a second. There's a couple of these scenarios that have happened in, or will or could happen in the playoffs. This is Baker Mayfield going back to Carolina to win a game to go to the playoffs. But what if Tepper hits him with a drink? <laughs> he may, but Tepper, remember, they they sent him out to L.A. or they cut him and he signed with L.A. last year, I forget. But remember, Baker was there last year. Yeah. You want to talk about sweet revenge if you're Baker Mayfield? Go into Carolina, put up 35 points, and walk away knowing that you're going to the playoffs and they are going to get they're in deeper trouble well, now better than bounce they were back. when they left. Because last week, that was an embarrassment. Yeah, I mean, come on. You're down 30 to nothing at but, home. But, you know, you told me that the Saints own the Bucks last I week. didn't mean by 30. But you told me that. I know. I know. I, I just I told you I wouldn't bet the Bucks. That's you, all. You said that the Saints own the Bucks. They always have. There's a weird what thing. What is that? It's it's a thing. Go back to when Brady played there. It's, it's a thing. I don't know. Certain teams own other teams. You tell me. Well, the Pats own the Jets. The Eagles own the Giants. The Cowboys own the Giants, right? I mean, can you just say it? The league owns the Giants. All right? We're everybody's homecoming opponent. Why don't you just say it? I'm not going to say that, but I'll let you say that. You're the Giant fan. Good. I don't want to insult anybody. I just anybody. did. I'm not T- here to insult anybody. I'm just here to give my perspective. Give me two minutes on David Tepper. I mean, is the league going to step in and tell this guy, chill? Yeah, this is now what? Five, six coaches since he's owned the team in 18. Uh, go back and look at this dude's professional life and some of the spite stores he's opened up. Now you're throwing drinks at fans, $300,000 fine. Boomer, I'm being serious. If if someone has an option, they're not working for this cat. Now, if you have no other options, it is one of 32 jobs. This, this guy's making his franchise radioactive. If you listen to him tell you about his employees and how they stay with him, well, there's a reason why they stay with him, because they will lose a lot of money if they leave him. He yeah, has, or he'll try he to buy their house unique, and knock and it down. I'm not talking about the football team. I'm talking about his professional life, his hedge fund life. They write these contracts that if you leave, you don't get all your your, your vesting options and things of that nature. So you got to stay there, and that's the way they write the contract. Uh, he's got some issues. He's definitely <laughs> got some anger issues. There's no question about that. I'm sure Roger Goodell is going to have a conversation with him. Uh, no NFL owner wants to come off like this. He's actually taking the place of one Dan Snyder now. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Well, they, they got a problem to handle. Um, real quick, I want to just ask about it. Jim Harbaugh, the thought, I'll tell you, out in Detroit, everyone believes this is it for him on Monday night. He will coach in the national title. I believe they will win it. Uh, and then the NCAA will take it away, but we'll leave that for later. The point is, 
Harbaugh hired Don Yee. I don't think that's a small thing. That is Brady's former agent. Yep. That is an NFL guy with NFL ties. I'm asking you right now, if it is presumed he's going to the NFL, where does he land? I'm going to say either the Chargers with Herbert or the Bears with Caleb Williams. Because I do think the Bears are going to take Caleb Williams with the number one pick overall. They are set up perfectly to be great for the next 10 years. Ryan Poles has done a great job, and it's gotten to the point where Justin Fields actually now looks like a legitimate NFL quarterback. They can trade him, reset the quarterback contract with Caleb Williams, and even add more with the draft capital that they have and the money that they have via free agency. Yeah, people I mean, forget they, they could become really good. Carolina paid paid through the nose to move up and make that deal with them. They've got the capital. I I still like Justin Fields. That's a conversation for the offseason. But he can go play somewhere else, and he's doing himself a favor by Come playing the way he's playing. You'll love New York this time of year. Yeah, I don't Come you know, York. I don't know what I don't know where or why, but I do know that he is capable of playing. But I'm just telling you, Kel Williams is supposed to be a transformative, generational-type player. And we don't, know if he'll, we don't know if he'll, he will be that. We and don't know that. That comes from the king of the Michael Penix fan club. More on that later. Yep. I have an announcement we're going to make. We have a pick segment like none other. Just sit tight. <laughs> Unlimited vetoes. We're going to relax, get through it together. Uh, but first, let me tell you about Casamigos, the smoothest tequila on the planet. Enjoy the entire family of Casamigos tequila. A wide range, if you will. The Reposado, the Añejo, the Blanco, Cristalino, or the Mezcal. Look, Casamigos tequila, it's brought to you by those who drink it. And as always, Casamigos tequila reminds you to please, please celebrate responsibly. 